Feels good to be home. Do you ever come home to process every single day? Do you take some time? You're traveling with the mind all the time. You're traveling through the senses all the time. Do you ever come home or are you a vagabond? I just find the analogies of real life and, and this life, the source life, so similar. As we traveled, we went through Switzerland and through India. <clears throat> I enjoyed observing everything, not from a place of identification with any place, but just watching how people live. And I found wherever we went, very few people were present. There was no one home. Do you understand what I'm saying? There was no one home. They're all traveling. One of the most funniest scenes that have etched itself in my brain. You know, when I left India, the, the science of um, telecommunication wasn't that prevalent. So what was funny for me this time around, as we were driving, everybody had a cell phone and earphones, rickshaw drivers, people riding on their bikes. They were riding their bikes. I don't know any of you been to India or seen the traffic in India. They're riding their bikes or the scooters or the tuk-tuks or whatever they're doing, and they are watching videos. <laughs> I was like, whoa, there's a traffic stop and everybody's, literally everybody's on their phones. Like, what drastic change? This was not the India I left behind. It was fantastic. No one was home. Everybody's traveling. And the hyperness of the travel, it's palpable. Everybody's a vagabond, exhausted from their travels, but they don't know how to stop. <laughs> they don't know how to come home, to take some time and process their travels. And I realized we are all like that. The mind is a traveler. It's its job to go around and gather information, experiences, real or unreal, it doesn't matter. And every place has such a different frequency. We went to Switzerland, it was very organized. Yes, anybody been to Switzerland? It's very organized, very clean, beautiful. And we would drive up into villages, beautiful villages. The cows are happy at home. Mm -hmm. with, the, with, the things. with their bells. <laughs> but do you know why they put the bells on them? We asked a few people, do you know why they put the bells on them? So in case a predator is coming to eat them, the, the nod, the frequency of the bells would increase to inform the owners that there was some problem there. <laughs> well, somebody, one local was telling us that the cows actually don't like that sound. They, they are not happy with it. They're such quiet beings. And imagine wherever they move, there's the sound, extra sound following them. But to us as tourists, it was like, oh, that's Switzerland. 
right? The real from the unreal. And you go into any any place, they just have a different pace. But it was interesting to see that very few people were home. Switzerland is very organized, very clean, but it's also very uh, at an arm's length. People are, the lives are very organized, but there's no flavor to their lives. And then you go to India, that's the direct opposite of that. No organization at all. Two extremes. Two extremes. But life is so rich with flavors and art and music, and there's so much of that. And all of that, we found just few people. There was this one person who was sitting in a very busy shopping complex. As people just don't pay attention, Indians don't pay attention to this person. He was just sitting and he had this very simple instrument made out of wood and two little strings. And he was sitting and singing these Sufi songs, these really old Sufi songs. And he himself was very ancient. And I was watching, like the world was whizzing by him. Nobody stopped to even give him a second look. And he was just sitting there, no problem whether somebody was looking or not. And we stopped by and we heard some of his songs and I talked to him for a little bit. I said, are you able to make, make a living doing this? Like, are you able to feed your family? When did you start doing this? He said, we've been doing this for generations. I learned it from my father, who learned it from his father and so forth. I said, but what about making a living? Do you have children? He said, yes, I have four children or something. I said, are you able to feed them? He goes, yeah. I said, doing this? Is this what you do all day? He goes, yeah. He goes, I am, I'm just communicating with God all day. And God finds a way to provide for me. I've heard this story before. That's all he does all day. And then we put some money in his bag. He goes, see, you showed up. That's true. Talk about trust and surrender. Talk about trust and surrender. And the whole world around him is visit by just traveling. No one's home. But it, take, it has to take certain eyes to see that, you know. So we found a few people that were home. And there was this one person who made sweets for a living. So he, we went into his store. Usually people are so busy traveling in their minds, nobody pays attention. But this one person said, go ahead, have whatever you want, then come to me. I will give you a taste of India. And so lovingly, didn't charge us or anything, he put together a little bowl with all these different sweets that he had made and he took such pride in that. I made these with so much love and he fed it to us with so much love, even though it's his livelihood. He's like, no, just taste it. And I would watch his expressions as he would watch us eat that, that little thing he had made. And he would light up if our expressions would be, whoa, and he would just light up with that. And there's one thing that Peter ate, he's like, what is that? It's a very different taste for him. Because you didn't like it? Forget it, spit it out, spit it out. I'll give you another one. 
present. He was present. He was home. So it doesn't matter where we go. We're all traveling. I just want to make sure that we all can develop the capacity to come home each day, every single day, and process all these experiences that your mind is having. And then life becomes just beautiful. You want to travel every day if you can come home every day. But what I see is people are traveling, but they're exhausted. They're just exhausted from the travels and their own minds. Stop. If you tell them to stop, they can't stop. Pause for a moment. They can't pause. And that is really just the foundation of any problem that we experience. Other than that, there is really no problem. It's all experiences. How people live in India or how people live in Switzerland, it's perfect for them. Otherwise, God would have put them somewhere else. And they're all happy. I mean, most kids are mostly happy. One more person I found that who was really present was this eight-year-old boy who was selling little tubes of bubbles. And he had this little red dot on his head, looked like he had just showered. He walks us to a very enthusiastically. He goes, would you like to buy this? And he was just joyful. And usually the first instinct is, no, 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 there's, there's so many vendors around. But this guy had this shine in his eyes, little boy. So I, I, I said, did you go to school? Or do you go to school? Do you study? He goes, yeah, I went to school this morning. And my mom sells these bubbles. She's sitting over there. And my dad sells fruits. He's somewhere else. And then me and my brother helped my mother after our school. So I said, did you do your homework? He goes, yeah, I finished my homework. And I'm selling these bubbles. Five, five bottles for what would be like 50 cents for us. <laughs> so Peter said, okay, we will buy them from you, but you get to keep them and you can sell them further. <laughs> Sweet little kid goes, he paused for a second. It was a strange offer that will pay for those, but you can go ahead and sell them to someone else. He, he says, well, but that's not fair. Eight-year-old, that's not fair. He goes very thoughtfully. He goes, here's the deal. And now he's making a deal with us. You can buy them, but I won't sell them any further. I'll gift it to somebody. <laughs> and this is a kid who has nothing. But man, he has spirit. I felt he was the richest person on planet. He was just joyful. <laughs> just wanted to share a few of those experiences with you. So that's the value of being at home. For more inspirational offerings, visit us at sevenshockeryoga.com.